the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the radio broadcast ministry of Kettering Baptist Church, where we minister in the spirit of excellence under the leadership of our anointed senior pastor, Bukas Sterling III. Please stay tuned at the end of this broadcast for information on how to obtain a copy of today's message in its entirety. And now, Pastor Sterling. Genesis chapter 1, uh, verse 27 says, uh, So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. If you look over at verse uh, chapter 2, verse 7, I just want to hit that one as well. I want this all to be in your spirit as we um, try to preach through this message on this morning. It says, And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living being. Amen. Now, if you would flip on over now to uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 13. First Corinthians chapter 13, and look there with me at verse uh, number 9. Word of God reads, uh, from there, for we know in part, and we prophesy in part. But when that which is perfect has come, that which is in part will be done away. When I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. Amen. Would you pray with me this morning? Father in heaven, we bless you. We thank you. We honor you, God, because you are in full and sovereign control. We kneel before your throne and bow our heads before you, God, crying out unto you to have mercy on us even now. God, that you would allow the words that are preached in this uh, place this morning and through the airways this morning to be a word that would draw men, women, boys, and girls to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. I'm praying, eternal God, that if any are drifting in their fellowship, they've walked away, God, that you would draw them back unto yourself. Father, speak to everyone on today. I know this is men's day and the focus might be on men, but I'm praying you speak to us all, God, through the power of your word. Spirit of the Lord, I'm in need of you that you might give me clarity of thought and speech, that I might uh, say what thus saith the Lord, and that your message might be clear in the hearing of those your people. Now, God, we yield ourselves as vessels in your hand to accomplish your will. Speak, Lord, speak clearly, and have your own way. And we will give your name all the honor, all the glory, and all the praise for you alone are worthy of it all. It's in Jesus' name I pray with thanksgiving and expectation. Amen. And amen. On February the 1st, 1968, in Memphis, Tennessee, it was pouring down raining. Some would call them torrential 
rains. So much to the extent that the roads were overrun with water, the drains were overflowing and flooding. Flooding was happening all over the town and all over Memphis, Tennessee, yet the public works department still required all of its black male sanitation department workers to go to work anyway. On that February 1st, 1968, in order to avoid the exposures to the torrential rains that were falling, Echo Cole and Robert Walker took shelter in the back of their sanitation truck. They were merely trying to avoid the rain. As they rode along in the back of the truck, trying to stay out of the heavy weightedness of the rain, an electrical shortage that was uh, triggered, if I can say that, by the rain and already a defective vehicle, caused a malfunction of the trash compactor. And the compactor came on automatically and crushed the two men in the back of their sanitation truck. The Public Works Department of Memphis, Tennessee, refused to compensate their families. And 11 days later, 1,300 sanitation workers walked off the job protesting, protesting racism, protesting horrible work conditions, poor equipment, abuse, and discrimination by the city. This protest caught the attention of many because these sanitation workers who were poorly paid, 65 cents per hour, who were forced to work 12 hours a day, sometimes longer, with no overtime pay, with always having the threat of losing their job, even if they were injured on the job, they would be fired. They were abused in every way that possibly could be imagined. No sick leave, no overtime, no consideration as human beings for what they did on a daily basis. But when they went on strike, the trash started piling up. Are y'all hearing me this morning? These men, as they went on strike, carried signs in front of them that read, I am a man. One of those sanitation workers was interviewed in a documentary series. His name, James Douglas. And he said, we wore our signs saying, I am a man, because we were demanding to have the same dignity and courtesy as other citizens of Memphis, Tennessee. This protest ultimately drew in the attention of the civil rights movement and Dr. Martin Luther King and is attributed to a leading to his very assassination. I want to talk to you on this morning, on this men's day, from the subject matter, I am a man. Y'all still here with me? Just in case you thought this was 
a civil rights sermon. It's not. Just stay here with me. For those of you who already checked out, don't check back in. Check back in. I'm, I'm, I'm going somewhere. I, I think I know where I'm going, but I'm, I'm following the Lord, but we're in the text this morning. Y'all still here? The 1968 uh, protests and signs that they wore spoke to an audience of people who treated these men as if they were not men. It was a message, uh, if you, as you were, it was a message to them to see me as a man and not as an animal. For in many cases, animals were treated better than they were treated on their job. The message, however, when we turn over to 1 Corinthians chapter 13 that I read in your hearing, verses 9 through 11, the Apostle Paul is saying the same thing. I am a man. But what Paul is literally saying in his text is, I am a man. He's addressing his outward representation. As a result of how he's living. Y'all still here? And so on the one hand, one group is saying, see me as a man. And on the other hand, Paul is saying, I am a man. See how I'm living. I'm going to get you there. So I just want to look at two points. I want to examine two, two ideas this morning in this sermon. I am a man. I want to. I want to look at, first of all, seeing the man, seeing the man, and then secondly, being the man. Because I believe the sanitation workers were crying out for society and their employers and the city and the world to see the man. And on the other hand, the Apostle Paul was saying, I'm being the man. And he's calling us to be the man. First of all, seeing the man, as I can try to walk into this and, and get into this as best I can. Um, y'all pray for me as I'm kind of navigating these waters this morning. Um, because I, I, I just feel like we are in a, a pivotal place in history, in um, our society, in our world. Uh, and more importantly, in uh, the biblical uh, movement of God, I, I, I kind of feel like we're on the cusp of a, a critical moment in history where we've got to decide who we're going to be, okay? Um, we, we've got to decide. I'm, I'm, I'm not talking just, I'm talking men and women and boys and girls. We, we got to make it up in our mind. Um, I believe the time is coming where you're going to have to choose whose side are you on. Y'all still here with me? And so as I look into and delve into seeing the man, let me begin by saying our culture and our world that we live in has 
has in the past and is now making it very difficult for us to see the man. I'm, I'm trying to walk carefully. Hold, hold on. Let me, let me pause myself because I, I, I'm going to get ahead of myself. I know I am. But, but our, our society, our culture, because of its racial inequities and social uh, uh, corruptions and uh, economic situations and sexual perversions, we've made it difficult for us to see the man that God created. Yep, little help us here. Um, um, slavery and systemic racism and lies and gender neutrality and all kinds of foolishness that's being pushed down the throats of a culture and a world make it difficult for us to see the man. And so we have now begun already, and if it's not already too late, we've already moved to a place where we are not acknowledging what God said was the man. I'm 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 trying to get us there. Y'all y'all I tell you y'all pray for me, but pray for me. So 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 we don't know we don't know what man is. We don't know who he is and we are struggling day by day even as men to know how we're supposed to act as men. Lord help us here because several years ago somebody came up with a grand idea that men were too menly. Lord, help me here. And so they said, men, you need to get in touch with your feminine side. Lord, God, have mercy. But they didn't put any brakes on the movement. And so as they began to move to their feminine side, they kept moving. And sometime now, I'm, I'm, I'm so glad that I'm married. Praise the Lord. And I ain't looking for nobody because sometime now you can't tell who you're dealing with. I'm going to preach anyway. That's why I said, y'all got to pray for me. Pray for me up here. Um, I was in the store the other day and I went to the thing that was in the shoe store. And I asked the salesman, what, which side were the men's shoes on? And he told me, no uncertain terms, uh, well, because of the way things are, we don't have a men's side or a women's side. Everything is. Is unisex. And he said, but. But typically, I, I, and I guess he, he probably saw my face, my eye expression beyond my mask. And he said, but typically, the males pick their shoes from this side. And I thought to myself in that moment, we are messed up. When you can't even tell me, you, you have been restricted by the laws of your company. To tell me, I just want to know, where are the men's shoes? 
Well, well they're all shoes. If you like those over there, you can wear them. Now, I want the ones that come in my size. I'm sorry, y'all, y'all not praying hard enough. We've made it hard to see the man. And so, we need to, we need to, we need to find out what he looks like and who he is and who is the man. The sanitation workers had a sign around their neck that said, I am a man. I started to order me a shirt and and wear it today that said, I am a man. And and I might need it after a while because, never mind. So what I did, what I did, I, 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 I did what I was taught to do. I looked it up in the dictionary. Now, I'm, I'm old enough to know what a man is, but I, I wanted to know what did the, the dictionary say a man is. And you'll be fascinated if you look it up. It's all kinds of crazy stuff, even in the dictionary, as to what a man is. But the simple uh, definition, I wanted to get the definition that I looked up, was of a man was an adult male that was a simple definition adult male now that that's valuable in the sense that again culture and society have moved us away from knowing who the man is and so even in a simple dictionary explanation i at least get the idea and the knowledge that is we're talking about an adult male. You're still here with me? Not your son who was left to live with you because his daddy departed the scene or because he's deceased or because you're divorced and you're trying to make him the man. No, he's still a child. He's still an adolescent. He's not the man. See, that's another thing that's messing us up. We are calling up boys to be men and then when they become men, they're still acting like boys. Y'all not praying hard enough. I, I need some more prayer. Uh, online, y'all need to pray. Y'all, y'all, y'all need to pray for the pastor on this morning. Because it's, it's getting hard to see the man. It is. It really is. We, we, we're making it hard. And so that, that's, I needed to dig into the definition. I, this definition is an adult male. And so um, as I looked at the definition from Webster, I said, okay, Webster. Or uh, it wasn't Webster. Matter of fact, it was somebody else can't remember what it was it was dictionary but I need to clarify that was not Webster you know that's my mind is Webster that's when you used to look it up now you google everything it probably was Marion or somebody's anyway simple definition an adult male but then I needed to understand not just the definition I wanted the divine design of the man because God knows what a man is so I went to the scripture, and in Genesis one twenty seven, the scripture says that God created this person we call a man in his image. Y'all still here with me? And after his likeness, and so a man is one who has been created in the image of God. Lord, help me here. All men have been created in the image of God. Lord, help me, Jesus. 
Asian men have been created in the image of God. Black men have been created in the image of God. Hispanic men have been created in the image of God. White men have been created in the image of God. Indian or or, or Native American men have been created in the image of God. God said man has been created in my image. Are y'all still here? And the reason I need to draw that out is because even in evangelical circles, we have been wronged in different colors and different nationalities because we have been considered less than a man because of the colors of our skin. Y'all still here? But God said, I created them all in my image and after my likeness. And if we're all been created in the image of God and after the likeness of God, you can't defile me or I can't defile you if we're both created in the image of God. I can't look down on you if you look like me. Y'all still here? According to God, we are all created in his image. And I don't get it. I don't understand why folk running around here trying to defile the image because of a disease that came about and they're now trying to destroy, trying to abuse Asian Americans because the disease came from Asia. I mean, come on now. What about all the other sicknesses that came from America? I'm sorry, y'all got to pray harder. We ain't beat nobody up for chicken pops. Where'd that come from? polio where'd that come from we, we we weren't we weren't defaming people for that all of a sudden and I, and, and it, the whole idea is just ludicrous in the first place you're gonna accuse a whole nation of people for a disease because you won't wear a mask i'm sorry y'all y'all got to pray harder y'all i'm i'm struggling up here i'm struggling so 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 God, God said, I've created man in my image. Then I went over to Genesis 1.31, and God, when he got done creating man, <laughs> Lord help us here, he said, it's very good. God said, the man that I've created, it's very good. When he got done, this is what he, what's what he said. It's in the scripture. Y'all read it. It's in the Bible. And then when I flipped over to chapter 2, which is a more detailed version of it, watch this. God says here, uh, God formed man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and man became a living being. Can I, can I walk through this slowly? I need you to understand that man who is created in the image of God, whom God said when he created him is very good. He's nothing more than dust that God breathed into. So just in case you're thinking a little too highly of yourself, that you are somehow above somebody else, you're just dust just like them. Yellow dust, brown dust, red dust, black dust, tan dust, dust. That God breathed breath into. That's all we are. So I'm trying to help us to to level the playing field. We're all just dust that has been breathed. We're nothing more than dirt that God breathed into and caused us to become living beings. Praise the Lord. You have been listening to the radio broadcast ministry of Kettering Baptist Church. 
under the leadership of Senior Pastor Bukas Sterling III, where we minister in the spirit of excellence. We pray that you have been richly blessed by today's message. Financial contributions and support of this ministry are welcome. We thank you in advance for uniting with us in kingdom building. For a copy of this sermon on CD or to hear this message again on the web, please visit our website at KetteringMinistries.org and remember to reference the title or broadcast date. We hope that you have enjoyed our journey together. And we invite you to join us in person for one of our spirit-filled worship services, Sundays at 10 a.m. at the Legacy Center, located at 6909 Crane Highway, Upper Marlboro, Maryland, or virtually via our website, Facebook, and YouTube. For additional information, go to our website at KetteringMinistries.org or contact our church office at 301-627-9500. Please join us again as Senior Pastor Bukas Sterling III and the Kettering Baptist Church family minister in the spirit of excellence. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.